0: Hello, brothers and sisters of the Eagle Mountain, Utah, East Stake. This is Brother Zulo from the Stake Sunday School Presidency. It's great to be here for another episode of our podcast, Sunday School Messages. This is episode 13. With me tonight, I just have one member of my presidency. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hey, this is Brother Mansell. Excited to be here.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Brother Mansell. So, brothers and sisters, tonight our topic is going to be Teaching the gospel through virtual learning and teaching. Obviously, classes have started. We've had a Sunday school week, and we've had a priesthood and relief society, and young men and young women week. And so tonight, we want to focus on those who are teaching the gospel and see if we can give some helpful hints, some ideas on how to teach the gospel in this new way. A lot of people are doing it for the first time ever, and so we want to see if we can help. The great thing is, number one, we have a master teacher with us tonight, Brother Mansell. He's actually a seminary teacher, and he's been teaching seminary online now for some time. So he's a great teacher to begin with, so now he's got experience virtually. So we're going to love to hear the things he has to say. The other thing is, the church just sent out an email today, and this should have gone to every member out there. So look for your, look in your inbox there was a link that brought me to the website, the church website, and it's called Ideas for Virtual Learning and Teaching. And so I recommend that everybody read this. It's jam-packed full of helpful tips and ideas and ways that we can all teach the gospel the way the Lord would have us do it. First thing I want to I mention is no matter the way we teach or where or who, always remember that we've been called by God to teach His children and invite them to come unto Christ. Brothers and sisters, please be prayerful. Consider the needs of those you teach, and I promise you that the Spirit will guide you and help you understand the best way to help those you teach come unto Christ. So let me get over to Brother Mansell as fast as I can. Brother Mansell, if I had to ask you, what is maybe the top idea you can share with the stake as they teach virtually?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I've been thinking about that, and uh, kind of goes right along with with what you just said. There is, is that we've been called by God, right? And we have uh, He's still on our side. The context and the platform might be different, uh, but He knows how to teach virtually. I know that might kind of seem like a weird concept to think about, but He knows how to teach virtually. And so I would invite everyone to be prayerful about how they approach teaching virtually and through Zoom or whatever platform uh, you're on. Um, I think. The biggest thing that I've learned in, in teaching this Seminary online for the past month uh, is that we, we can't give in to the temptation to think that we can't have the spirit online. We can. There can still be spiritual lessons, even when we're social distance like we are. It is possible. And it has everything to do with uh, you as a teacher preparing and being prayerful uh, about your preparation and thinking about your classes. Uh, I just have a testimony that the the spirit can still be in your virtual classrooms. And please don't give into the temptation that thinking that it can't because it absolutely can. And so that was, for me, is just one of the biggest things to hope for, pray for, and realize that it's still an absolutely possibility for that to happen.
0: That is great, Brother Mansell. Powerful words, powerful counsel. And you said the word temptation. Another temptation that we could have is the temptation to simply give a presentation with limited interaction among participants. But this approach could actually inhibit learning. So I think the key is that we have to make sure that we engage those who we teach and make sure that they are free and feeling free to participate. Another word of counsel is, as we're avoiding this temptation to just share a presentation, We have to try to make our virtual classroom as much like an in-person classroom as we can. And that goes with encouraging the participants to actually participate.
1: That's a wonderful thought. In the the website that we referred to earlier, there's a bullet point uh, that says many virtual meeting programs allow participants to type questions or comments in a chat window. Uh, So this is a, a medium for your classes to participate like a normal class, right? So there's an opportunity for you to maybe ask a question and type, have them answer in the, in the chat section, or even invite them to ask questions. There's also features in some of these online platforms. I know there is in Zoom uh, where students can, or learners or students can, can virtually raise their hand. And so that can indicate that they want to talk. Uh, and so anyway, I really like that point, Brother Zulo, is, is that we still want our classes to be participating. And there are certainly ways for that to happen, even on Zoom, through the chat, through virtually raising your hand. There's a suggestion in that same bullet point that says, uh, you may want to assign someone to watch for comments in the chat or a raised hand so that you can focus on your attention on the discussion. So maybe if you teach- you have a team teacher uh, that you, you, one of you teach the lesson, the other one is is man in the chat and looking for questions and maybe bringing those questions into the discussion can be really helpful. Very last sentence on that bullet point says, try not to let chat comments or raised hands go unacknowledged. Right? These are people wanting to participate and share thoughts and testimony. If you are just a single teacher it, I would would say watch that chat and encourage your class members to use that chat. And every once in a while, go and look for comments and bring them into the discussion and uh, help your classmates feel validated with their comments and like they're part of a class. I think that could be a huge, huge help.
0: I think it's important for a teacher to not worry about people being on mute or unmuted. If you have a class member who has is in a home where there's maybe a dog barking or someone's playing the piano or 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 a screaming baby, maybe those are the kind of distractions you ask them to mute themselves. But we should have people feeling like they're able to speak. And when you're teaching, the the teacher, if possible, should find a quiet place to hold the meeting, just because background noises can be distracting. And I hope, that, I hope that people understand that they have the ability to go to the chapel and use a room to do their lesson. This absolutely has been approved by the stake president. Brothers and sisters, one more thing that I, I think is very important. We have both talked about how important the chat is. People can type chat into the Zoom meeting. There's a chat feature. But I think to start the class, it's disabled. So teachers out there, you need to ask the host Or ask your Sunday school president or the technology specialist. You need to ask somebody, probably the host, that the host needs to make sure that the chat feature is enabled. This will enhance your classroom. It'll give people a chance to to speak up and to share their thoughts. I will also say there's different types of people. These virtual meetings can really make different personalities stand out. You have extroverts and you have introverts. The introverts might have something great to say and they're comfortable doing it in person, but looking into a camera, thinking about people seeing them, they might feel much more comfortable typing a question or a comment. Along those same lines, I believe that if someone doesn't want to be on camera, let them be just audio. That's just fine. Encourage the camera to be on, but let people have their free agency. That just might be their personality, and I could see someone who may be a little more introverted might not like staring at themselves on a camera or knowing that other people are staring at them on a camera. And so if that will help them feel more comfortable, please let it be. Jesse, what else would be something you could share with the steak?
1: One uh, little bullet point down towards the bottom of this page that I really like. Uh, I think it's, it's just more of just a little nice little tip. Uh, it says, think of ways you can take advantage of learners attending the class or meeting from their homes. Uh, for example, you can invite members to find an object in their home that relates to an assigned scripture passage or conference talk. Ask them to share how uh, the objects relate. Uh, I've, as I've been teaching seminary, it's been fun to uh, to tell students as we're talking and reading scriptures to say, you got 30 seconds, go and find something that relates to what we're talking about. Uh, and it's fun to watch them scramble and come back with really random objects, uh, and then have them think creatively about uh, what's being talked about in class. And so uh, that's just maybe one way, like finding an object. But maybe there's there's other ways uh, that you can be creative and and realizing that it's a whole new environment that they're in, and uh, using that to your advantage to teach the gospel. You think about Christ, who uh, was the master teacher at taking uh, their context and teaching out of the context of their teaching situation. And I think a master teacher and one who's prayerful in a a Zoom class or a virtual setting would do the exact same thing. Think of ways to incorporate the situation they're in in their homes to to teach the lesson.
0: I think the teachers in our stake have been well-fed tonight. I think I wanna close with this from the church website. Speaking about loving those you teach, Many people are feeling isolated right now, especially from other church members as they've been away from regular meetings. Your virtual meeting or class is an opportunity to help them feel, once again, fellowship one with another. At a time when that fellowship is especially needed, ponder ways you can help others feel loved and supported. This is the foundation of the way Christ teach. He loves those that he's called to teach. And so as we try to emulate him, try to figure out how you can help the members of your class fellowship one with another. You could maybe even have all the class members take a few minutes to share what they've done over the pandemic or something fun they've done over the summer. Anything to get people being social again would be great. Helping them interact will only bring the spirit and and help each other in the class feel love towards one another. Jesse, anything else you want to share tonight?
1: Maybe just to share my my testimony, just kind of maybe how I started. I hope that if you feel overwhelmed from the the, the teaching on Zoom, or if you think it's hard, I invite you to turn to turn in prayer to to the Savior. He knows how to teach virtually, and uh, He's anxious to to help you know how to best reach your students. And so, uh, I would encourage you to go to this uh, this email and this little website on the church church's website and uh, read through it. We didn't hit every single point, but uh, we hit a couple and there's some other great ideas in there. And so I invite you to turn to there.
0: Thank you for your testimony, Brother Mansell. I love I love your quotes. And the, the one tonight that stuck stuck out to me, the all-knowing Lord knows how to teach virtually. I love it. Thank you for everything. And brothers and sisters, we truly love you. Hopefully you have a great Sabbath day this upcoming week where we can all be fed by those who teach us. So this is the Stake Sunday School signing off. Thank you.